0: I'm Jenny Williamson. And I'm Jen McMenemy. And we're from Ancient History Fangirl. So you're about to tune into Queen's podcast, and we're here to just give you a heads up. These two swear, like a lot. Like a whole lot? So if that's not your thing, this may not be the podcast for you. But if it is your thing, you're in the right place. And if you like your history tipsy and interspersed with F bombs, you might like us too. Check out Ancient History Fangirl wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Katie.
1: And this is Nathan. And
0: you're listening to Queens, the podcast about badass women in history.
1: Boom shakalaka.
0: Boom shakalaka (laughs) laka. Boom shakalaka laka. First episode of 2018. Hooty hoo. I feel like it's been... It's been a really long time since we've recorded.
1: Yeah, it has, because someone was in Europe.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) just in my gallivanting around Europe. Sorry. Um, I
1: I was just spending New Year's in Barcelona. It
0: was so cool. This has nothing to do with our subject, but I just want to tell everybody about New Year's Eve in Barcelona. It's so cool. A friend of mine from college lives there now with his husband, a beautiful Spaniard named David. So at midnight, you get, right after midnight, you take 12 grapes, and, like, this clock strikes, you know, dong, 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 the first 12 seconds after midnight, and each time, each dong, you put a grape in your mouth. <laughs> 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 yeah. You don't don put don. a dong in your mouth, you put a grape in your mouth. Uh, and, um damn it. You try, you have to eat 12 grapes in 12 seconds, and it's supposed to be, if you don't do it, it's like bad luck or whatever. Well, I guess I'm going to have bad luck, because I could only get eight, like, and I felt like I was going to choke after that. <laughs> But Choke on the
1: dong? No, the grapes. The grapes. The (laughs) grapes. Come on.
0: Keep it professional, Nathan. I only got eight, but my husband and my friend Peter and his husband both got all 12. Anyway, yeah, that's why we have been on a long break for Christmas and New Year's. So Um,
1: we're going to get right back at it, and who are we talking about today?
0: Alexandra Fyodorovna.
1: Yes, and she was the uh, last Tsarina of Russia. Russia. Russia.
0: Can you do a Russian accent?
1: No, I can't. I, can't either. I just I'm always want to go. Russia.
0: I just always want to go vodka for breakfast. Have you ever that's watched? Russian. Yeah. Have you ever watched that show Glow?
1: No, I haven't. It's on Netflix mm-hmm. about ladies
0: wrestling. Mm-mm. It's there's just this one stupid thing where Alison Bree is drunk and she's trying to like be like a Russian character and she goes vodka for breakfast. Oh, God. <laughs> so that's not what I think
1: about. <laughs> So, what are we drinking today? I made a Rasputin. Yeah. And, uh, cause, more on that later, but she was totally drinking the Kool-Aid. Drinking the Rasputin totally, Kool-Aid? Yeah, the Rasputin Kool-Aid was all hers. So,
0: tell us what's in this Rasputin so Kool-Aid. So,
1: this one is, uh, raspberry vodka. I think that's where they got the rasp.
0: Ah. Oh. Yeah.
1: Uh, raspberry vodka with cranberry and <clears throat> grapefruit juice. So, BT Doves, me and Katie both don't like grapefruit juice. And.
0: Oh okay, so now, when I first took a sip of this, so we pre-gamed a little bit and just, like, chatted. We haven't seen each other in a while, so we were catching up and talking about ghosts. And when I first took a sip, I was like, ugh, but now that I'm almost done with my first glass... It's much better.
1: Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a little sweet. Yeah. But grapefruit juice is a little dry. I just don't really Yeah. Like, but
0: um, anyway,
1: so, so Alex was born on June 6, 1872, and she was given the name Alex Victoria Louise Beatrix of Hesse and by the Rhine. So
0: let's just stick with Alex. God, please. I let's think do. we're just going <laughs> to. Um, her mother was Alice, a daughter of Queen Victoria of England. Uh, Maybe you've heard of her. And her father was Louis the Grand Duke of Hesse and by the Rhine. So
1: Hesse was like a duchy at this time, and it was what's part of Germany. Yeah,
0: it's like basically where Frankfurt is right now. Yeah.
1: And so she was the sixth of seven children.
0: Her mother took kind of like an unconventional approach to motherhood for the time, and by that I mean she like... Actually, acted like their mother, like didn't just have them raised by nannies and shit. Yeah, share.
1: and her mother actually wrote to Queen Victoria about her and said she's sweet, merry little person, always laughing, and a dimple in one cheek.
0: Mm. She actually breastfed her kids, which um, royal women did not do.
1: Yeah, it's, it was Queen uncommon. Victoria
0: hated it. Uh, Queen Victoria said, "I'm gonna I'm gonna name one of the cows in the field after you." Oh. Like, because of the milk cows. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: That's awful.
0: I know.
1: <laughs> but her family actually called Alex uh, Sunshine.
0: Or Sunny, or whatever, because she was such a cheery little kid and, like, so happy all the time. Spoiler alert, that does not last for long. <laughs> <clears throat>
1: her name was Alex. It was kind of like a Germanized version of her mom's name. Yeah, Alice. Alice.
0: Yeah, I read somewhere that uh, Alice was like, they murder the name Alice here, so I just called her Alex.
1: Huh? Which is
0: yeah. uh, sweet. Her mother was, like, a super compassionate person. Yeah, she was
1: involved in, like, helping the poor and the sick. And she was a really, like, great person.
0: Yeah, a really good role model for little Alex, for and, sure. I mean, her,
1: her childhood up at the beginning was yes. very happy. Yeah.
0: Um. So with her education, you know, not as much is talked about about her education as some of the other queens that... We discussed who had like mm-hmm. stellar education.
1: Which, which is weird because yeah. we're we're in the, you know, eighteen late eighteen hundreds.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure why it's not as documented. Maybe they just didn't consider it quite as important because she was the sixth child of a Duke. And uh, she's uh, a
1: woman. Yeah.
0: That um, her family was super Lutheran, so she did get a lot, a lot of her schooling did revolve around teachings of the Lutheran church. Oh. Um, Her mother did make sure that she was really involved in her children's education and made sure that they were really good with music and languages. Yeah, that's where
1: I kind of like connected with her because she was like music, piano. <clears> like, yeah. That's, that's kind of like how my family is. So it's like... I like that. Yeah,
0: she um she learned German obviously, and she learned English. Uh, I think English was like her preferred language. That's how much her grandmother was involved in like her childhood and everything. She really, really strongly believed in the divine rights of kings, uh, which means that she believed, okay, you are king, you're queen, you're because, chosen by God because God wants you to yeah. be. You know, maybe that's why people ended up having so many revolutions around this time. But. Spoiler alert. More on that later. When she's five years old, uh, tragedy strikes. Her little brother um, falls out of a window. Sounds like
1: Game of Thrones. I
0: know. <laughs>
1: anyway, her brother's name was Frederick.
0: And he dies of internal bleeding because he had.
1: Hemophilia.
0: Uh,
1: hemophilia. What is hemophilia? Well,
0: it's a disease where your blood does not clot. So like any bump could cause internal bleeding and, and you any just bleed out. And any cut could just like a just a paper cut could like be a severe injury to you.
1: So what I read a lot from was Queen Victoria allegedly had this like weird genetic mutation. Well it's
0: caused from Im- It's caused
1: from from thousands
0: and thousands of years of inbreeding, or at least, you know, at least 1,000 years
1: of inbreeding. And so she just happened to get this inbred gene that caused hemophilia, and she passed it on to a bunch of the cousins and- So
0: her- at least three of her daughters were carriers, and one of mm-hmm. them was, because um, the hemophilia is um, carried by the females, but it doesn't it doesn't actually, like, women Show yeah, females. didn't suffer it. It only, like, manifests in boys. Yes. So it became known as, like, the royal disease, because all these royal kids, all these princes are... Popping up with hemophilia. Yeah, and
1: so obviously royal disease because they're all inbred. Yeah, um. <laughs> I mean
0: everybody's marrying their fucking cousins. And
1: she like marries off all of her children, who then spread hemophilia to Germany, Russia, Spain. Like she,
0: it's it's bad news bears. <laughs> yeah. It's really what it. Is. Tragedy strikes part duh De. when um, baby Alex was six years old. She, her mom, oh. her brother, and sisters all contracted diphtheria.
1: So diphtheria is like this really horrible strain of uh, bacteria that causes, like, your throat to, like... Is, so-
0: is that what you die of? No, no, it was dysentery on the organ trail. <laughs> 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 you have died of dysentery.
1: No, it's diphtheria. Diphtheria. So, uh, I, like, uh, I'm one of those people that likes... To look at the photos of like people that have diphtheria, so I can get an idea of like how they fucking died. Well, I'm glad you and like their stomach, their stomachs like bloat, gross. And so it's just like this bacteria that gets a hold of you. And it was really sad because the kids all got sick, and everyone urged Alice to just let the nurses nurses and doctors and she was like, no,
0: I need to take care of my own children. And she wouldn't listen. And Alex recalls, like, waking up in the middle of the night while she was sick and calling for her mother. And, like, no matter what time of day it was, what time in the middle of the night it was, her mom would come to take care of her.
1: And I remember reading something where they documented that she was, like, she kissed her children.
0: And that's how she caught it. And
1: that's how she caught it. And that's how she got sick. And
0: so... Maria, um, which was Alex's sister, and um, Alice herself died from not dysentery from diphtheria.
1: So interesting note: her mom died on the anniversary of her dad's death. Her dad's death.
0: <laughs> I know that's so sad.
1: Oh my gosh! Like whammy, and she double had been whammy, like a, she had been bam. like
0: daddy's girl for sure. So like Alice's like last words were like, "Papa."
1: Dear Papa.
0: And I'm sure that was a major blow to Queen Victoria, because Queen Victoria was in mourning for her husband for the rest of her life.
1: And then her daughter died. her daughter
0: to die, like, on the same day. I think of
1: uh, Steel Magnolias whenever she goes to that monologue about Shelby dying.
0: I can run to Florida and back. But my daughter can't. This is the second time in this podcast where we have referenced that part of Steel Magnolias. There was another episode
1: where we did it. Really love Steel Magnolias. (laughs) The first way to my heart is ice cream and Steel Magnolias. Oh my goodness. So anyway, Life After Mama... Their father, he really did try to his be like a mom, Mother dad. and
0: father, but it just didn't come. I mean, he loved his children. And he doted on his children, but it just didn't come as naturally to him. I think it's
1: because he spoiled them too much. Like, uh, yeah. I think he, like... He tried, uh, to,
0: he tried to make up for, like, I'm sorry you lost your mother. Would you like seven ponies? Let me get yeah. you seven ponies. Yeah. You know, like... Uh,
1: uh, Understand, like he's traumatized as well, so he doesn't want to deal with it either.
0: Yeah, because he did love his wife. They had, they, I think it was arranged marriage, but it was a loving one. You know, not all arranged marriages are sad and depressing. Theirs was pretty happy, I think.
1: And but regardless of what anyone did, Alex was depressed yeah desperately depressed Mm -hmm. and she just could not take it and
0: and later that year she like suffered an injury like um her and her sisters were running and she ran like right through a glass plate and (sighs) so her legs were jacked up for the rest of her life and it took her a really long time to recover and when she was like in her bed she would like call for her mom whenever her legs hurt but her mom's dead somehow this makes me think of
1: like our Catherine of Aragon episode when, when Henry has like that leg accident in the the tournament and then yeah. it like messes them up for the rest, the rest of their, of their life. life yeah but I mean for her it's like she just can't stand she doesn't She's, go crazy she couldn't like, stand for
0: like a, yeah she didn't have like festering <laughs> wounds but yeah she couldn't stand for a long period of time. for the rest of her life she her was legs were bedridden up. for yeah.
1: weeks for yeah.
0: weeks and that is the fucking saddest thing ever I know. <laughs> uh, so let's kind of talk about, like, her personality is very shy. Yeah. Like, painfully shy, which comes off as snobby a lot of the times in the yeah. rest of her life.
1: So Grandma Queen V would make her play the piano in front of all the guests. I love that. And I love she, it. Well,
0: because... Because um, Alex was a very talented player. Like, she mm-hmm. was um, a really great pianist. And so... It
1: sounded like you said penis.
0: I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I Couldn't know you too it. well. Couldn't have it. No, she was really talented. And so Queen Vicky would want to, like, show that off to everybody. To, like, Alex's, like... Embarrassment. She was yeah, like, Yeah, oh and my so for God. a shy
1: person with anxiety, getting out in front of people and yeah. forcing you to play
0: isn't
1: necessarily something that she would like to do. <laughs> so even though we
0: don't know like a whole whole lot about her education, I did read that she was an excellent student and like
1: her she, tutors loved her.
0: And she loved like I think she was only an excellent student because she loved getting praise from her tutors yeah, about her being such yeah. a good student.
1: And she was a little more than haughty, she, she was a like, yeah, well be like
0: Like I said about the um, Divine Rights of Kings thing, she had it in her head like, oh, I am better than everybody because I was born into a royal family because God picked me to be here. It makes
1: me like, whenever I was researching Alex, I really was thinking like, if you were to mix Catherine of Aragon with Marie Antoinette, like this really religious, super religious person, but with somebody who's like... Oh, I'm fancy. Well, the comment well, Oh no
0: Catherine of Aragon cared about but the But what common- I'm saying is Marie Antoinette too.
1: didn't make I could see with- that.
0: Okay. Right in. Tell us what you think. <laughs> Tell us who you think. <laughs> well let's actually get through the episode first. <laughs> Queen Victoria wants Alex to eventually become Queen of England.
1: So Victoria really wanted Alex to marry the heir to the throne of England, her first cousin, Albert. And that would have been more hemophilia. Albert um. was, and Albert
0: was um, not a bad-looking guy, no. and, and I think that shows how much Vicky like adored Alex that she wanted her to come live in
1: England. So I read, heir, you know, I read that scene. at that time they actually started to get suspicions about inbreeding. Vicky
0: could not believe that Alex wasn't interested, and she thought. Oh, she's just being coy, playing hard to get, being humble, but really...
1: Alex had her eyes on huh, this hottie named Nicholas II.
0: I think Nicholas is very handsome. Ooh,
1: child, he's got the hipster beard. He do, he do, he's got a very hipster beard. With a really pretty blue eyes. So... And, uh,
0: mm, girl. Picture it, St. <laughs> <Saint> Petersburg, <laughs> 1884. Alex first meets Nicholas when her sister Elizabeth goes over to Russia to marry Nikki's uncle Sergey.
1: They were smitten. I mean they
0: were she was 12 so she was smitten in the way that it, the in the way that I was smitten with Taylor Hansen when I was
1: 12. Puppy love. Puppy <laughs> yeah. love. Basically a 10-year long distance relationship took place during that time.
0: Yeah, like they basically became pen pals for a decade.
1: They made uh, it very clear to their families that they only had eyes for one another. Though
0: Nikki did have a mistress, a Russian ballerina named Matilda. And uh, y'all, she, she was gorgeous. gorgeous. Beautiful. I don't even know how to say her last name, so I'm not going to try. So just <laughs> if you want to see pictures, Google, sorry, Nicholas, mistress. Because he didn't have any after he married her. So I think that was, was his only the mistress. Was this the one that
1: like her, his dad set him up
0: His dad. That? Yeah, his dad was like... <laughs> Well, his dad knew Creepy. <laughs> that he was in love with Alex, and his dad did not want him marrying a German princess. His
1: dad wanted him marrying a Russian... No, his
0: dad wanted him marrying a French princess. Oh. Because um, Hesse by the Rhine compared to France. And also... That's uh, interesting. Russia and Germany had been at war previously, and yeah. so there were still a lot they of people. They didn't like each yeah. other. They didn't like each other, and uh, he was like, "They're not going to accept a German. You know, the public's not going to accept a German princess." And also, Russia. This it's interesting. Um, at the Russian court at this time, people spoke French.
1: Yeah, it was so, all French.
0: Yeah, that they would consider that the classiest language. So.
1: Parlez-vous français? <laughs> Drum roll, please. She comes out when she's. 16. And In she 1888. Ha- In
0: 1888, she has her coming out, and no, that's n- it doesn't mean the same thing then. Surprise! She's a lesbian, and she lived happily ever she after. She never married a kid, and she lived happily ever after. Sadly, no. I wish she would have just been a lesbian <laughs> and not married anybody. Her life would have been better. Right. But no, what that meant, coming out into society, basically means you're of marriageable age, and you start going to balls, and you start accepting, you know, getting proposals and stuff like that.
1: Oh, so Nikki propose and they got married right away
0: no um Uh, her cousin albert heir to england did propose because i'm sure grandma vicky was like do it do Do it it now now. and she said no which was a scandal
1: i know it was a scandal i remember reading it and it was like oh my gosh but queen victoria told you to do it yeah and she was like "Mm, pass and i mean honestly albert wasn't that bad looking he, he was handsome. He's now Nicholas II though. Yeah,
0: he wow. did he ended up <laughs> he, um he ended up dying early and so his brother George ended up becoming the king anyway, which is very interesting. Google George V of England and Tsar Nicholas II of Russia. There's pictures of them standing side by side because they're also first cousins, but on the other side of the family, they look exactly alike. Like it, they Exactly alike. <laughs> anyway.
1: Ooh, ooh, I couldn't handle that. <laughs> so
0: let's talk about Nikki real quick.
1: Yeah, a little hot minute. So, They're called the,
0: um, when you're the heir to the throne in Russia, you're the Tsarovich.
1: So a little brief history about, I mean, Russia is there's, uh, you have... A family, the Romanovs, mm-hmm. and they the dad, Alexander III, is like super pro-Russia, yeah. the monarchy. And you have before him, his grandpa was very... Was, like, wasn't his
0: grandpa the one that freed the serfs?
1: His grandpa freed the serfs and tried to be westernized. And tried to be, like, mm-hmm. to to try to include the serfs and try to be Which more liberal. Which happened first?
0: I, I really don't know. I don't have this in the notes or anything. Which happened first? The freeing of the serfs or into slavery in America? I think end of slavery in America.
1: No. Yeah. into slavery in America because 18, it was, like, 18. Whoa, well, wait. Or maybe lady... it was about
0: the same time. But anyway, huh. these serfs had been. I haven't looked at These up. serfs, I, I just thought of it. These serfs had been, like, in. Indentured service since like, uh, I mean, we've been talking
1: We talked about it in Elizabeth Bathory. Yeah, like, like we talked about this in the 12th century. So there's
0: there's um, <laughs> Russian peasants who remember, you know, hey, my grandpa was a serf. Like that's how recently they had been freed or whatever.
1: Yeah, and so Alexander the er, Third, Nikki's
0: dad, whatever. Nikki's, Nikki's dad. dad was kind of um, he was nowhere near as liberal and lovey-dovey, but he was very he was Strict ruler, he was a commanding force to be reckoned with. And
1: the reason why is because Alexander the Second, uh Nikki's grandfather, ended up getting like blown up by a bomb. Yeah, he was assassinated. Yeah. Like he got got blown up. Yeah. And they brought him home. And so obviously that's his granddad. So his dad went the exact opposite route that his father and did. And he was like. And he tried to I mean, bring serfdom back. He and didn't, try, He like, didn't. Yeah. But he tried to, He was like, a lot
0: more of a hard ass.
1: He was a hard ass. And, he was um, more I mean, I
0: do think whenever you're the king of, like, such a huge country, you do kind of have to be a hard ass. Whereas Nikki, Nikki was sweet. Nikki was soft hearted. Nikki yeah. wrote in his journal about how much he loved his mother. And that's not really Nikki... what
1: you would think about the Tsar of Russia. I know,
0: <laughs> And you know what? But that's going to make a great husband. But yeah, maybe not a great ruler of such like empire as Russia. You know, and I'm
1: going to I'm going to reiterate it. He's fine as hell. He's he's
0: very good looking.
1: And so like their families
0: were not into it like at all. We've already touched on that a little bit. Victoria says, "Why would you want to go to Russia? It's cold. It's unstable.
1: The people there hate their rulers." And she didn't like Alexander either. Yeah, she uh, she's from Western Europe, so she likes that more modernized. Yeah, she didn't like Alexander. They didn't want the German-Russian thing, yeah. and that really pissed them off. In
0: 1889, Alex goes over there to spend six weeks to, like, spend a season or whatever with her sister, Elizabeth, and her sister Elizabeth was hardcore pushing for this match. She wanted her sister with her, you know? She wanted yeah. her sister to come over. Mm-hmm. Nikki falls so deeply in love with her. It's
1: so adorable reading about, I like, know. how they were just, like, He writes,
0: um, my dream is someday to marry Alex H., I have loved her a long while and still deeper and stronger since 1889 when she spent six weeks in
1: St. Petersburg. Mm -hmm. Oh, my heart little did a little pitter-patter. But
0: she made a horrible impression (laughs) with the Russian people.
1: At the capital, she was quote-unquote badly dressed, clumsy, an awkward dancer, an atrocious French accent, a schoolgirl blush, too shy, too nervous too arrogant.
0: Wah, wah,
1: Ooh, wah. not great.
0: <laughs> so, um she goes home after that and shortly after sadly her dad dies and she was heartbroken.
1: I and mean, she's so little and everybody's dying on her. Like, she doesn't well, she have was, a mom. She was 20
0: that? at this point. But I mean, her
1: mom died when she was young, her brother, her sister, and then she's 20 and then her dad dies I know. Like, so she yeah. has
0: to focus, her older brother, who I think is only older, older than her by like two or three years, now has to become the Grand Duke. So she has to focus on, she's basically playing queen mm-hmm. to him as the king because she hosts all his dinners and like, Just getting him ready to get on his feet on his own. So she, marriage is out of her mind right now. She's focusing on home, making sure her brother gets off to a good start. And she was playing the role of wife.
1: Yeah, I mean receiving guests banquets and parties galas
0: or is it galas oh i say gala some people do say gala though i I know know.
1: tomato tomato
0: yeah i don't know cheerio i'm sure you'll tell us in the comment section how much we suck at before you pronounce it wrong is it gala or is it gala whatever (laughs) so
1: years pass and nikki is like okay i really need to propose to her like and the families are like
0: the families are finally like, fine. You're like, you. this is the first thing you've ever actually fought for in your life. Because he's such a <laughs> passive little pansy. I'm sorry. He is. And his parents are just like, whatever, whatever. And- so
1: he went on this journey around the world and still came home yeah. saying, oh, I love Alan. She's. So totally the boss. Okay, leave out the totally. And she still, he
0: still has his mistress, but he's like, I'm gonna put her aside. I'm not even. He didn't love her like and he loved he, and Alex. Queen
1: V, uh, that's Queen Victoria. Queen, Queen Vicky. Queen V was uh, over, uh, and she noted, no two people were ever more devoted than she or he are, and this is one consolation I have. For otherwise, the dangers and responsibilities fill me with anxiety.
0: Oh, which is is kind of a scary thing. Yeah, I can imagine if I got engaged and my grandma was like, "Mm, "The dangers fill me with anxiety," I might be like, "Whoa, what?" She had never seen Alex so determined about anything in her life. So she was like, "They were
1: both in love."
0: So, and also that shows, you know. This determination that she shows shows that she's not this, like, shrieking Violet. That, like, everybody... Exactly. Is it shrieking? I said shrieking Violet. That's not
1: right. Shrinking. Shrinking.
0: (laughs) She's not a Violet just going, ah! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, okay, so
1: it's time to get engaged, girls and gals. So there's a wedding, and it takes place in Germany.
0: And it's <laughs> Alex's brother the is The new marrying... Grand Duke of
1: Hesse by the Rhine.
0: She's ma- He's marrying this chick named Victoria, because again, they're not very creative with names.
1: She was the Duke's first cousin, because she was also... The granddaughter of Queen Victoria, probably a carrier whatever, of hemophilia, <laughs>
0: and her mother was a Russian princess. So guess who was coming to the wedding?
1: Nikki! Nikki! Oh my god, Nikki! 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 Oh! oh god. <laughs> so
0: Nicholas proposes, and Alex
1: actually said no at first.
0: <laughs> I know what the fuck. Now, okay, so remember she was like a devout Lutheran, and she was going to have to convert to Russian Orthodox. Which I I didn't like do any research on Russian Russian Orthodox, but I believe it's very similar to Catholicism. Yeah,
1: super strict, super like has
0: saints and like yeah, shit like that. That what she had been taught her whole life were like stupid and, and, and superstition I know, I know, I know. and blah blah blah. blah. So um, uh,
1: leading him on, much? She's I mean, totally leading him. This
0: on. really annoys me because it's like, oh, you've been talking to this guy for ten years. Is this the first time? This can't possibly be the first time you've thought about hey, I'm going to have to switch religions if I marry him. Duh. That's what you have to do. One of my favorite podcasts that I've mentioned before on this show, The History Chicks, when they talk about this, they suggest that she had every intention of eventually marrying him. She just wanted a little bit of drama. She wanted a little bit of, look at me, look at me. Oh, I'm so distraught Mm -hmm. about what am I going to do about this.
1: And they had a long conversation on the day that he proposed that went on for like two hours. And
0: she just like wept. Being, I can't, I can't do it.
1: The drama of it all.
0: Alex's sister Elizabeth, who you know, she wasn't required to convert when she married Nikki's uncle Sergey, Sergey, um, but she did voluntarily. And also, I would love to do like a short episode on Elizabeth one day. She had a very interesting life, and the Russian people loved her because she didn't have to convert, but she did like. She was like, "Oh, I'm gonna live here. I may as well be the religion of these people, you know." Just
1: go through the motions, but yeah. So keep your own religion. That's
0: what she told Alex. She was like, "Look, just do it, but keep your own religion in your heart. No one's gonna know. No one knows what's in your heart. Whatever." And so Alex says yes. Finally, finally,
1: she held out a long time.
0: Are in engaged
1: they go their separate ways to prep for the marriage
0: alex goes actually to england after the engagement goes to england oh. after the after l- start learning russian start learning about like because oh, queen yeah. victoria was like well if you're gonna have to convert i want you to do it here i can hire the best priest or whatever to come teach you then Mickey's dad czar alex
1: gets yeah, like alexander the
0: gets really sick
1: his health, like, just took this sudden, like, nose die. He'd
0: already been slightly sick, and that's why they gave the okay for Nikki to propose. Because they were like, she's not our first choice, but I don't want to die, and you not have, like, a queen lined up. Yeah. So, go and ahead and marry her.
1: Alex arrives, and the Czar meets her in full regard. Regalia. Is it regalia? Like, no, b- it's
0: regalia. <laughs> is, no. It, is it gala? Is it gala? Is it, regalia? Is it regala? Yeah.
1: Regala yeah. regalia.
0: No, so he's like, <laughs> he's like, doesn't want to accept her into Russia, like, on his sick bed. So he basically, he gets all dressed up and meets her at the train station and everything, but like, then immediately goes back to his sick bed. And she's only there 10 days before he dies.
1: What a way to be welcomed. or Alexandra, like, welcome to Russia, you're, oh. Oh, oh, daddy's dead,
0: and now he's and now it's time for a funeral. Um, <laughs> Nikki was conver- confirmed as sar that night, and he said to his uncles, "Like, w- I don't want to be sar. Like, I don't. What am I supposed to do? Like, what's going to happen to Russia? <laughs> Which I just wonder. <laughs> like, had why hadn't people been prepping him from the? Day of his birth.
1: Uh, come on. And then, and then, they scheduled the wedding three weeks later. Only
0: three weeks later. And so the so country's the, still in mourning.
1: And the Russian people, like, saw this as, like... An omen. Yeah, this is like a, a bad, bad omen. omen. And this was, like, a slap in the face to Alexander the Third s- to be, like, wedding right after you died. So, like, like
0: or they, you know, they were just, like, well... Because I guess the whole Russian population didn't necessarily know that he was already sick. So they viewed it as, like... This German bitch comes over here and then our czar dies. Like, yeah. it's a bad omen. It's Ni- a bad omen. So the wedding took place three weeks later, November 26, 1894. Fun fact. It was Nikki's mom's birthday.
1: Yeah. And so
0: the reason they did that is because, um, so the country's in mourning, but on holidays like the, um, sorry, it's his birthday the country gets to, like, lax their mourning a little bit and celebrate. Oh. So that's why they did it that day, because it was a day allowed for, like, some celebration. I
1: remember reading somewhere that someone quoted Alexandra as saying that she traded her white dress for a black one.
0: Well, she traded her black dress for a white one. Because she black, was in a black oh, dress sorry. for morning.
1: Sorry. I, I knew
0: what you, I I knew what you meant. I was there. Yeah, she she said, I I traded my black dress for a white dress, like her morning dress to her wedding dress. She, yeah, she wrote to her sisters that the day felt more like a funeral than a wedding day.
1: This yeah. wedding would was supposed to just forge together Germany, Britain, Russia, everything. You know, no big deal. Like, we're just going to forge together the whole Asian-European continent. Yeah,
0: cool. <laughs> they get married, and she... Her official name changes from Alex to Alexandra Fyodorovna because of the church that she was converted to Orthodoxy in. So her sister was also Elizabeth Fyodorovna, oh. and uh, yeah, so because that was the church she converted. So in.
1: the country was in mourning, and there was no reception, no honeymoon, nothing.
0: Yeah, they they're. they're Otherwise, I think they did have, like, a small reception, but not, like, a huge state party, you know. Um, Otherwise, there would have been, like, parades and banquets all week. Um, But sadly, not for them. However, I do want to touch on that Alex's dress was the fucking shit and the oh my romanov god. crown
1: was like nine fucking pounds. y'all
0: just i mean it's gonna be on our cover art for this episode but just google her wedding dress like gorgeous it's so beautiful she's got this choker on that i oh my god i love so much i love the jewels yeah that crown weighed nine pounds it was um commissioned by Catherine the great
1: dripping in jewels just, eleganza just
0: like her dress must have been so fucking heavy she
1: wore this veil that was designed by her you know her grandfather prince albert you know no big deal and her
0: mother had worn it all her aunts had worn this veil It's on actually the wedding very day beautiful. it's so
1: like sentimental
0: it's beautiful um yeah this really honestly
1: it didn't help with her unpopularity with Russian people at well, the time. Well, that, that crown
0: gave her a fucking headache. And so, and her legs, you know, she can't stand for a long time. So at, you know, when they're like receiving people after the wedding that are congratulating them, everyone noted that she looked so pissed off and like didn't look excited or happy. Yeah, I'm sure she was miserable. Her legs hurt, her head hurt. She was wearing like 50 pounds of jewels and she wasn't, right. she
1: didn't like being the center of attention. And and the funny thing is that the court- coronation didn't take place until like a year and a half later on may yep. 14th of 1896
0: i i can see i understand like they got married in november they probably didn't want to do the coronation well they didn't right want to do away the coron-
1: after the dad died yeah and also they didn't want to do it in
0: the winter because mm. i don't know if you know this about russia it's cold <laughs> it's very cold <laughs> Yeah, so the coronation takes place after morning's over, so t- um, about a year and a half later.
1: And the thousands of Russians, like, show up to the event. This is well, they this had, is um, the beginning so, of the end.
0: So they have banquets... <laughs> In every major city throughout the country, you know they were going to go on progress and hit like all these major cities. And
1: we've talked about it before in previous episodes, where when you throw a coronation, you go to the city and you throw a party, and it's everybody free food. gets free shit. It's basically like a party bag. It's like Oprah showing up and be like, "You get food, and you, you get, get food, and f- everybody doesn't starve today." <laughs>
0: um, so they were supposed to get.
1: Um, a bread roll, a pretzel, sausage, and a commemorative cup. I, I wish it was monogrammed with their initials on it.
0: It might have been. I don't know what the commemorative I'm, I'm sure it cup looks would like. Have been. I should have looked that up.
1: Bougie but
0: yeah, and then rumors started to spread that there was gonna be a gold coin in the
1: cup. Oh Lord. You know, and so
0: five hundred thousand people show up to um Kudinka. I think I'm saying that right. Kudinka Field. Which is, um, like, this big field in Moscow, which was going to be the location of the big banquet in Moscow. I'm going to say
1: Kodinka to cover our bases. Kodinka?
0: (laughs) I don't know. Kodinka, (laughs) Kodinka,
1: Adinka, Dinka
0: Field. (laughs) So so it was about four days after the coronation took place. Yeah, and it's
1: a tragedy. So
0: by 6 a.m. that day... 500,000 people had gathered there because they want, they want their shit. And In But a right. lot of people had stayed up all night. They hadn't even gone to bed. So they just stayed They're up all hung-
1: n- they hungry. And Hangry. they also
0: had been staying up <laughs> drinking all night.
1: Oh, yeah, So they were extra hangry
0: and belligerent and the Russian crowds
1: just got super pissed because they're belligerent and started just like trampling like I guess somebody whispered
0: in the crowd like oh the pretzels are ready and so everybody (laughs) yeah starts running and rushing and thirteen hundred and eighty nine people were trampled to death that is my like when I was reading about how they died like suffocating in ditches or whatever that is like my worst nightmare way to die like cuz I'm claustrophobic you have claustrophobic yeah, issues I'm claustrophobic also too. could you imagine <laughs> just being trapped like like under a bunch trapped. of bodies in the ditch and can't get out and no. then die <clears throat> exactly exactly that's exactly no. how i feel
1: And so there were... And 1,300
0: uh, other people were (coughs) injured.
1: So there were, like, 1,800 police on standby.
0: But for a crowd of 500,000 people, what does that do? That's a drop in the bucket, you know?
1: Nothing. Like, you're you're screwed. Again, many people saw this as a bad omen. Yeah, like, like this this
0: German woman came over, and then the king dies, and then these people all die, and... Yeah, it was it was not good for them.
1: And then Nicholas got his uh, nickname, Bloody Nicholas, for the rest of his life. Yeah, maybe him and Bloody Mary should meet get up together after life. There needs be to be a
0: Bloody Nicholas cocktail.
1: Bloody together.
0: Bloody. What would be in a Bloody Nicholas? Maybe. Well, there's already vodka in a Bloody Mary, right? Yeah. I don't know. What's we'll, we'll take this offline. We'll discuss it later. <laughs> So Um, there was
1: a ball that night to be hosted by the French Ambassador.
0: And Alex and Nikki were like, we can't go to this.
1: But Nikki's family, who was, you know, actually really running the show. And as we mentioned, Nicholas isn't the most commanding type of guy. They were like, you have to go
0: to this ball. You can't. Snub the French ambassador, which yeah. I'm like, why hasn't the French ambassador already canceled his party anyway? Right. You, There's a, it would be dad like, dad died.
1: People were trampled. It like, would have
0: been like, if after Hurricane Katrina, Bush had been like party, whatever, <laughs> having a party, have fun. Bad right.
1: move, bro. Bad but in, mood. So they
0: went to this party. Alex was fucked either way. The common yeah. people said that she was a bad omen and that she caused this trampling but if she would have not gone to this party the society people would have been like oh well she's so snobby and stuck up anyway she couldn't be bothered to make it so she's fucked either way yeah um the british ambassador to russia was at this party and he wrote to um, queen vicky the empress appeared in great distress her eyes reddened by tears the entire night well, at the ball. So sad. I know. This
1: pissed the Russian of people off, too. It, it, it seemed like she was being heartless and callous But she was They even, they she even wasn't. went and
0: visited the people in the hospitals, and they gave um, a thousand, is it rubles was their money rubles. at the time? Yeah. Um, they gave a thousand rubles to, like, anybody that lost a family member in the tragedy. But still, I mean... There was nothing they could have done.
1: Yeah, it just seems like at this point that there's nothing that you could do. Make win it better. Over the they're going to hate like, her. There's gonna, no matter what you do. They're going to hate her no matter what. She because,
0: could pull rainbows and sunshine out of her ass and make it always nice in Russia. And people are still going to be like, yeah, but why didn't she pull Skittles out of her ass, again, too? I like Skittles. you know." Like, like, like if, It seems like her marriage to Nicholas got off to a rocky start, but their relationship was tight. They were so fucking in love with each no, other. No, they were.
1: Everything that I read they was like... They were kind like of oblivious he- to everything else. Head over else. heels, like, I think, puppy love. He Still.
0: didn't have any mistresses. She was the most devoted wife. I know. Yeah. I know now when you're like... He didn't have any mistresses. It's like, okay, good. But back then, you know. (laughs) They had
1: tons.
0: Yeah. And the fact that, no, they married for love and they were committed to each other.
1: And to add to this, Alex had four daughters from uh, 1895 to 1901. So in like six years, four daughters. Bam,
0: bam, bam, bam. And,
1: And the thing is, is this is what makes me think of Catherine of Aragon again, is that no sons. Yeah. No. No. Well,
0: even though Kath- well, Catherine of Aragon had a son on the first try, he just died after. Yeah, like, but ten no weeks or whatever.
1: surviving like yeah. male heirs. And so something.
0: everybody's like, "Oh, this German bitch comes here, kills our czar, tramples all our people, and can't, can't even, even have give us a, a baby son. boy."
1: Uh.
0: Whatever. But let's talk about the four girls that were born
1: because everybody knows them. They're Al- from
0: Alex loved her daughter, and Nicholas was. Oh, I bet he was such a good dad. Everything I read was just like he l- obsessed over his daughters. He like spoiled the shit out of them. Like he I could just imagine him being like just the sweetest dad. You know what I mean? So, Olga came first. She was born a year after the wedding in 1895. Olga was a fucking adorable kid. Go to her Facebook page, Olga Romanoff uh, at her Facebook page. Wikipedia
1: page <laughs> she does not
0: have a Facebook. Let me drink some more of this Rasputin. Are
1: you drinking the juice?
0: <laughs> um no, her her Wikipedia page, they show, like pictures of her from when she's a toddler, she is the prettiest little baby, and
1: she was the shy one,
0: yeah. and um like she was the meek one Alex actually said because she didn't realize she was going to have nothing but daughters after this. Like, after uh, Olga was born, she was like, I'm actually happy it's a girl because this is we don't have to share this baby with Russia. If it had been a boy, you know, it would have been property of the state. But they're like, so she was happy their first one was a girl because they got to be a cute little family for a while. So Tatiana was
1: next, born Mm -hmm. in 1897. She was the one that said, like, she was the spitting image of her mother. Yeah. And, like, she was the one that looked just like her. She was,
0: she was the most serious of them. Which is, a you know, like, Alex was a very serious figure.
1: And later in life she was, like, the Paris Hilton of the family. Like, the one that was, like, the public figure. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like yeah. Exa- I like that. The Paris Hilton of the family. <laughs> Maria was born in 1899. Maria was, quote unquote, the pretty one. What a it bitch. was very romantic. <laughs> like, she was Obsessed with romance novels and poetry, and Alex was like, Okay, this is the one that's gonna be like a good wife or whatever, you yeah. know, someone to marry off into like a powerful family. And
1: then the one that everybody knows about,
0: Anastasia, was born in 1901.
1: So, I do have a confession to make. Yeah. I have never seen Anastasia before the the, the
0: cartoon. Never okay. seen it before so I lo- we did this. I loved it when I was a kid. I, I don't I don't know how many times I saw it when I was a kid, and um, because of that movie, I thought that Anastasia that the Romanovs died in a fire until <laughs> 2014. Fake news. Until 2014, I thought that they had all died in, like, a tragic fire.
1: Have you been reading CNN? (laughs) Fake news.
0: CNN (laughs) says that they died in a fire. So you totally have to
1: put in the thing that Anastasia never saw that. anyway.
0: Yeah. Never saw it. Nathan never saw it, so he has no idea what I'm talking about. So, in case you hadn't gathered from context clues in the cartoon, <laughs> the Romanoffs all die in a fire. Because <laughs> maybe, you know, shot in the head was not good for children. <laughs> um,
1: so, like you were saying. And so, in
0: 1902, um, she has a phantom pregnancy, which we've discussed phantom pregnancies, I think only in the um, Catherine, of Catherine of Aragon episode. That's where That's another just, like, reason why. You're just I... so stressed about not Having a baby that you like, your body convinces yourself that you're pregnant. Yeah, They're it's just like about you it. want it so bad. Isn't it so crazy that the brain can affect the body like that?
1: But finally, finally, 1904. a boy comes and it's I'm coming out I, I want the world to
0: boy. <laughs> I am the bitch. Oh.
1: <laughs> ten, <laughs> ten years after their wedding, they <laughs> I'm finally. <coming> out. <laughs> Y'all, this Katie, vodka Katie, is stop. fun. Ka- Ka-
0: <laughs> vodka for breakfast. Ka- 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 <laughs> Katie, stop. <laughs> I'm sorry. The this... name of him Alexi.
1: <laughs> the Alexi? Couple, the couple was overjoyed that this happened, and everyone in the country was like, whew,
0: sheesh, finally, we finally. have a boy. Lee, And the couple was like through the roof, but when he's... um. About like two or three months old, he one day just starts bleeding from his belly button for no reason. And they realize, oh fuck, he has hemophilia.
1: Hemophilia! Ugh. Oh.
0: So Alex's whole life becomes devoted to making sure that Alexi survives.
1: Oh god. And here, here enters our Rasputin. good man, Rasputin. I'm going to pour a glass for this girl, stanky ass Girl, top mode. me off.
0: That is a full, like, y'all, he filled his glass. To the brim. Don't fill me to the brim, because
1: I will spill it. Um, <laughs> so she meets so this dude that interstage has,
0: left. Rasputin, he, he the has creepiest this, looking like, motherfucker. Ever. Right?
1: He has like this. Apparently, allegedly, he has like this good Jesus juju. Like that, he just like, has yeah. has a direct connection. Me to Me and Jesus. the J man are tight, 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 tight. tight. And to be honest with you, I think Rasputin was a little bit of a whack job. A bit. <laughs> a
0: little bit? Is that is that what we're going to say? So so, understatement but, of the year. I know yeah, it's been a short year. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> so let's meet Rasputin. He was a um, holy man, a mm-hmm. uh, quote-unquote healer. Um, this is the time in... Uh, even in, I mean, all American of the history, world. yeah. Like everybody
0: was really into mysticism. Like if you yeah. look at um, Mary Todd Lincoln, which was just like thirty years before this or something, she was really like the whole world was really into mysticism.
1: Yeah, and there was this specific sect of uh, the mysticism that was like the Callisti sect, and it was this whole cultish um, faith healing. And I read some stuff where it was like, you indulge in your sins for one moment so that you don't sin anymore. So, like a cheat day? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like a cheat day. And so that's where the whole, like, orgies and, like, Mm. they had all this, like, Orgies I, and but drinking. I think I've read that like, it's
0: been like disputed, though, that he was really into like orgies and stuff. That was just like the Russian public yeah. hated him so much. And
1: that's the thing. But that's it's the like, thing they spread. Yeah, he he was a negative connotation to sex, basically.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's so scary looking. Yeah. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: Hello, everyone. It's you here. And I'm Gabby. And we are the hosts of History of Everything, a podcast which you can probably guess by the name is, well Join us for some fun and just see how weird and wacky history can be.
0: He's creepy. So anyway, Alex enlists Rasputin because, um, yeah, like, they don't know what to do about this hemophilia and stuff.
1: So Alex enlists Rasputin to pray for her son to make him better because he's this uh, reputable healer that has has done yeah. great things for people. And so she so becomes, she-
0: like, obsessed with him and his teachings and she gave him like incredible access to like the running of the government, basically. Yeah, I
1: mean, he had a first class ticket to Russian.
0: <laughs> yeah, and so like monarchy. the um, the <laughs> ruling class, like the other people in like the monarchy, fucking hated him because who is this? Who is this farmer who suddenly? And then the the working class. Hated him because they were like, "Oh shit, this guy is cray."
1: So, like, I I, I, kept, I said this to you like before this. Like, I feel like he's like the Warren Jeffs of Russia. Warren Jeffs is like a cult leader. Oh, is like, he?
0: Is he that? Wait, is he the guy the from Houston
1: that, that has oh, like no, no, the big? No, 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 I no, no. that's um, Joel Olsey. Yeah, okay. I don't um, know who Warren, Warren Jeffs, is. Jeffs was the one that had like. He had like a bunch of wives, and they were all like underage. Oh, that was and, also
0: in Texas, though, wasn't it? Yes, and it was and so, yeah, warned, yeah, yeah. and then like they were like that. Where all the women dressed like in like colonial clothes or whatever, yeah, exactly. and he had like a bunch of 14 so year that wives or something. Reminds me of Rasputin oh. is like
1: he's like super religious, cult-like kind of. Okay, sorta. and so. Anyway. Alex became obsessed with his teachings. Like, she just, I mean, he prayed for her son and yeah, then he well, got that's, better. That's kind of the
0: crazy thing is that, yeah, she would, anytime that Alexi got really sick, she'd be like, Rest and pray for him. And then Alexi would get better a couple of days later. It
1: was weird. The
0: one thing I did read years ago, I couldn't re-find it in the study years ago. I read about, because, you know, um, hemophilia is like you bleed easily. And aspirin, which was like a brand new medicine then, oh. like um, prevents blood clotting and stuff like that. Um, so, because like for instance, my dad has like um, had has stents in his legs because his blood clotted too yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. And so they tell him to take aspirin every day. And so the doctors bend it out. Yeah, and so the doctors were giving um, the little boy aspirin for his aches and pains,
1: oh. and Rasputin was like
0: tell was like, tell the doctors not to give him anything.
1: I and have help. not yeah. heard that. And
0: so I don't know if
1: he knew. Cause like, I don't Because I don't think
0: back then they knew that about aspirin, that it was like I was effective sitting there blood clotting.
1: I was sitting there reading and being like, why did it work? And now that makes sense. Yeah. Because everything I was reading, they were like, we don't know how it worked.
0: So let's get back to Alex. And she's just acting. She's just kind of like erratic at this point she would like isolate herself for like days just to pray for alexi
1: she's the beginning of the end of the romanov family spoiler alert
0: oh it's all this is (laughs) the whole story is the beginning of the end and there were
1: rumors that alex and rasputin boned
0: and which i don't believe i
1: don't believe at all
0: Uh Hot, so okay. Good. So first of all, she's so haughty and she thinks, Oh, God has put me in this place. She's not gonna sleep with a farmer, you okay, know? Here, like,
1: here's the defense is about to present its case. Step one, <laughs> Alex is hot as fuck. And you mean Nikki step, is no, oh no,
0: you mean Alex. You think Alex is hot as fuck, Step yeah. two,
1: Nikki is hot as fuck. <laughs> So why is she going to fuck Rasputin, and who looks y- <laughs> like who looks like a demon? The homeless guy on the side of the road. Yes. Like, he literally... He looks like a crackhead. Like, I don't want no He's hobo. So- I don't want no hobo. A hobo's somebody about to get Lola from, from me. me. Anyway.
0: <laughs> long story short, she's obsessed with Rasputin, grasping at straws. And that is the straw that she, like, just clings onto that Rasputin's going to save her
1: baby boy. And the thing is, is that Nicholas... K- keeps trying to be like, nah, yeah, maybe Nick- maybe he just that much. Nicholas
0: isn't that into it, but it's the only thing making his wife feel peaceful and he loves her so much. We- I think he just like went along with it. He didn't necessarily believe in it, but he was like, this makes my wife feel better, so I'm just gonna roll with this creepy homeless guy sleeping in the palace. You know? <laughs> <laughs> While this is all happening, Russia is going to shit. Absolutely. Um, Alex is too I wrapped up in her an family. She's too wrapped up in her family to realize that the country is changing and like the outlook on the imperial family is changing. Um
1: and Nikki would would ask for her advice a lot of times. And her
0: advice was always who the fuck cares what the common people think? God has chosen you to be the ruler. Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Russia and Japan went to war over this little little bitty piece of Korea that they both said that they had claim on.
1: It's mine. It's mine.
0: We won't go into huge detail, but basically it was um, these two huge eastern powers fighting. Japan and,
1: whooped their ass.
0: And <laughs> Well, because Nikki entered it thinking, of course we're going to beat Japan. They're this little bitty country. We're this big fucking country. And yeah, Japan won. And Teddy Roosevelt had to step in. To mediate a peace, Japan was kicking their ass, and Nikki stuck out in the war out of pride and nothing else. And
1: guess what happened? This left Russia poor, eight.
0: They were poor and um, embarrassed. Like everybody was so embarrassed. I just lost to this
1: little tiny island over yonder, and so the
0: Russian people start like protesting and shit. And this really is the actual beginning. Of the Russian Revolution, in my opinion. Would you agree? Yes. So, now, we're going to talk about Bloody Sunday. Bloody
1: Sunday. Now,
0: nothing we're about to say, like, in any way, was, like, the fault of Alex or Nicholas.
1: But the people already hated them, so So, bad (laughs) news bears, y'all.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, I say it's not their fault. Anyway, let's get into it, and then we'll discuss. So, on um, January 22nd, 1905, a group of peaceful Unarmed and mostly religious-based marched on St. Petersburg to present a contract to the Tsar for, like, better working conditions. There were
1: about 3,000
0: to 10,000. It's a pretty big gap, but somewhere in between there. There was about 3,000 to 10,000 people marching. There were elderly, women, children. It was, like, it was a real representative... Of Russia's working class,
1: so they're marching on St. Petersburg, which is the czar's home, and they yep. didn't know that homeboy was going to be home that day. Like,
0: yeah, no, him and his family weren't home. It was called the Winter Palace, is what they were, yeah, marching to, and they weren't home. But the the czar's council told him before he like went to leave, like, hey, this march is happening. Like, it wasn't like a surprise march. And Nicholas was like, well, I've already got plans to go over here. And after it, Nicholas' sister actually wrote to him being like, you knew they were coming. You should have stayed. And he was like, but I already had plans to go hunting over in Moscow or, what? you know, like something else.
1: Some bro shit. So
0: he could have stayed, but he had no idea what was going to happen. It was not his fault, but very long story short, they were shot at and um, 100 were killed. And hundreds were wounded, and riots fucking ensued because these were unarmed, peaceful religious people who were just coming to talk to their tsar. And it's so sad because while they were marching, they were even saying like "Long live the tsar! Long live Russia!"
1: <clears throat> and also, I read that uh, they were saying no war more or uh, no, no war more food yeah like they're they're just saying stop just, fighting war give us food and let's be uh, peaceful
0: and let's come to and they get shot at yeah and it's it's so sad so and I after think, that people were saying like we no longer have a star
1: I, I feel the like i don't care about us think uh the january 2017 women's march Think that, but gone really bad. Like if the women had all been shot at. Yes. Yeah. Like think mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Like, and it just pissed everybody off. So, like, especially uh, some dude named Vladimir Lenin. Uh,
0: heard of him much? Uh, no. So huge, huge, sweeping summary of the revolution building up to World War One. Lots of workers on strike and protesting. Lots of mad hate for the Imperial family.
1: Yeah. Lots of uh, Nikki going out hunting and feeling sad and depressed and helpless. Lots of
0: Alex praying and stressing and rasputining. <laughs> it's a verb.
1: <laughs> Drink the juice, Shelby. <laughs> uh, Nikki forms this thing... Uh, called the Duma.
0: It's like it's like Congress, basically.
1: Yes, and there's... there's supposed a, to be, like,
0: elected officials. There's a
1: few Dumas that he creates along the time, um, <laughs> but... Uh,
0: up to this point, he'd been a total monarch, which means, like, it means exactly what it sounds like it means. Yeah, like,
1: aristocracy, like, I... Uh, it's what so, we talked about, Alexandra, with being, like, you are anointed by God.
0: Yeah, and so, like, um, up to this point, he'd be a total monarch, and so he forms this Congress, this Duma, and be trying to show the people, like, look, I'm willing to work with you. Like, I'm gonna let you elect some officials. But like, it was, it was a name only. Like and in practice, they didn't really do anything. No, you they know? didn't. It
1: was just symbolic. But Ale- it, this ooh, obviously pissed Alexander. She it pissed off. her so
0: off because she was like,
1: like no, I said, like her, like yeah. she was sitting there saying, "King of kings, you're you're king anointed. because God
0: said so. Why are you sharing it with these fucking peasants?" <laughs> Which. <laughs> Kind of makes me feel a little like, come on, Alex, we're trying to do a nice episode about you. Quit being a bitch.
1: Right? And then all the citizens, be get pissed off, uh, annoyed at her. Yeah. Because she's not taking, I mean, the Czar's not taking the Duma seriously, Nobody is, like, really taking this as, like, we're trying to change So, the Russian
0: people, yeah, they're worried about what's going on. Because, one, they've kept um, Alexei's disease very close to, you know, the vest. So, everyone's like, why don't we ever see the Tsarevich? What's wrong with the Tsarevich? Also... Who's this crazy homeless guy running Yeah, like, Like also,
1: who's this rasputin dude anyway? And
0: then... World War One starts. Russia enters World War One in 1914. Nicholas—he's um, kind of a coward. He didn't tell his wife that they were entering World War One, which was their main foe was was Germany. So her brother and her husband were going to be fighting each other. So
1: I read that what happened with uh, Nicholas is that he went down to their little special prayer house that they had mm-hmm. commissioned. And he went down there and he, quote unquote, heard the voice of God say, you need to step up and be a man and be the czar of Russia. And he didn't tell his wife. He should have communicated yeah. with his girl. And so she's all
0: like, she like storms into his study one day when she hears about them entering World War One. Is basically like, what the fuck? Like you didn't tell me
1: about this. What the hell? And they're going to war with Germany, so obviously, yeah. obviously the Russian people are like, "Oh, she's in with the Germans."
0: Everyone decides <laughs> that she's a She's Russian a German spy. spy. She's a Russian, German, German spy. spy yeah. And so Nicholas appoints himself head of the army. Why? No one asked for that. He's <laughs> ne- He has no military training. His people don't particularly have love for him, but in his brain he's thinking, well, if I do this, everyone's going to see how much I care. Interesting note, Rasputin did prophesize that if Russia joined the war, it would be the end of the monarchy forever. Spoiler alert. Oh, maybe Rasputin <laughs> knew something about... Alex is left in charge. He leaves Alex as, um, you know, run the country while I'm gone. I don't think Alex was prepared for this responsibility or the backlash it would cause. Well, obviously, you leave
1: a woman in charge in this time. And she relied
0: heavily on Rasputin while he was gone. And like, Bitch had no idea what she was doing, which is so sad because we've had so many queens that we've talked about that were wonderful regents.
1: She sucked at being a regent. She
0: sucked (laughs) at it so bad. Like, she would appoint somebody, and then the next day be like, no, 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 never mind, I meant this guy. No, 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 never mind, I meant this guy.
1: She had no idea what she was doing. And I, I read a lot was Rasputin, like, trying to... Push her to fire this guy and hire this guy. Maybe fire this guy and hire this guy.
0: She was not. She was not raised in a way to think like. For instance, we keep comparing her to Catherine of Aragon, and Catherine of Aragon had been regent while Henry VIII was out of the country.
1: But she was a good regent, and
0: she was good because (laughs) of the way she was raised. Yeah, yes, she was not raised to be a ruler. She was raised to be the wife of a ruler, but she knew how state business was ran but alex was not raised that way but you know
1: that's what i'm saying with like it's Catherine of aragon mixed with marie, marie antoinette, antoinette
0: oh and this like, in this instance yeah like absolutely anyway like
1: <laughs> all of her royal family throughout europe was like writing her letters being like you gotta dump this Rasputin bitch and get him the hell we out don't of here. know
0: this Rasputin, we don't like him. Everybody's very suspicious. You need to let him go. And she was like, uh, new phone who dis <laughs> Um <laughs> One one nice thing
1: <laughs>
0: One nice thing that she did, which I feel like she was trying to emulate her mother, was she set up her and her daughters to be nurses? For um, soldiers injured during World War One, oh, wow. and so like they would go and like care for the sick and everything, but to very mixed reviews because they weren't loved by the public. So a lot of soldiers, there were soldiers who were like, "Oh my gosh, thank you so much, this is so nice," but then there were soldiers that were like pissed you-? off. They were like, "You're fifteen, you're not a trained nurse, get the fuck out of here." You know, like we Why don't. Why want- are you here? Exactly. I'm annoyed
1: by you. Shut exactly.
0: Up. So World War One. If you don't know anything about World War One, um, quick summary:
1: Fucked up Russia.
0: It, okay, so <laughs> more of the story is like Russia was completely broke. Russia was the first major power to really drop out of World War One before Germany in.
1: Germany whooped their ass. So
0: Germany did whoop their ass, which they were not expecting. They were expecting more troops from France to come help them, but France was dealing with their own. France was trying to protect the Western Front, and they thought Russia had the Eastern Front. And Russia thought they were going to get support for the Eastern Front, and it was a whole... So Russia had to drop out, and it was just...
1: Bad situation. It was a bad situation. The people people of Russia... They're protesting. They're looting. They're starving,
0: so of course they're looting, you know?
1: They're they're ready to tear everything up, and... All the
0: farmers had been called to arms, so there's nobody producing bread there's nobody you know making food and
1: why didn't alex take their advice why
0: didn't alex take their advice she should have dumped rasputin so that brings us to rasputin's assassination around the same time um that everything's going to shit oh we forgot to mention um So there was an army that was sent out to um, stop all the um, looting and shit. And then the army ended up joining the side of the looters. It was mutiny.
1: Oh, yeah. Which is exactly
0: what her family had been like, this is what's going to happen.
1: They basically persuaded the royal guard, I guess you would To join say, our side. They're, like, our they're side. like, are you
0: hungry? And they're like, yes, we are also quite hungry. And they're like, join us in the loot. And then the royal guard was like, you know what? Yeah, let's just look. Let, let, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Cool, 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 Tight, 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 tight. <laughs> and so anyway, so um, Rasputin's assassination, Nicholas's nephew Decided to murder Rasputin. So, first of all, they gave him some cake that had poison in it.
1: Let them eat cake.
0: And <laughs> it didn't affect him. At first, <laughs> at first, he like denied the cake and then he ate it and he was like, whatever.
1: I feel and like he. And he, he was he... like,
0: he was fine. Like, yeah, nobody. It's like... When they realized, oh shit, this isn't affecting him, they gave him some wine. He had three glasses of wine, still, which was also poisoned.
1: Still nothing.
0: <laughs> so. Then they shot him in the chest. <laughs> and he survived? How the fuck did he Like, survive? they shot him in the chest, and they just assumed he was dead. So they, like, left to go, like, get a driver so that they could go bury him somewhere or whatever. And when they came back upstairs, he, like, shot up and attacked them.
1: He's got Jesus juju written all over him, I So guess. he
0: runs into the courtyard of their palace or whatever, and he's shot, like, a bunch more times. And so he finally drops dead.
1: Yeah, it- and I, I read that like threw him in a river. So they wrapped
0: him up in a blanket and threw him in a river. And when people found him, they suspect that he tried to, like, break free of the blanket. So his official cause uh, of death is drowning. So he, wow. he survived two poisonings, maybe two shootings, and then drowned to death.
1: Wow. Right? So, Nevertheless, um, he persisted. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> we need Uh. T-shirts, Rasputin assassination. Nevertheless, he
1: persisted. (laughs) (laughs) So Alexandra was like distraught. Broken up. And she- So sad. She begged Nicholas to come home and he did.
0: He did because he- (laughs) I loved her so much.
1: And, um. We don't know much about how exactly Nicholas felt at the loss of Rasputin, but we do know that none of the assassins were punished. Well, I mean, they severity. were,
0: it was his nephew, yeah. you know? And, um, but Rasputin had made a prophecy that said, like, um, if I'm murdered by the aristocracy, the aristocracy will all die.
1: Huh.
0: And, hmm, guess what happened? Let's move on. Yeah. People all over the country are just, like, looting for food and screaming, <laughs> down with the German woman, down with the war, down with the Tsar.
1: They, they're all shook for real. Yeah,
0: it's it's <laughs> not good. The uh, Duma came to the Tsar and demanded he abdicate, like, soon after Rasputin's death. <sighs> and so on March 1917, the Tsar Nicholas abdicated the throne, both on his behalf and the behalf of his son Alexei,
1: Nicholas II,
0: dynasty of over three hundred years, gone like that.
1: Oh, the Romanovs. Uh, so, um,
0: the family was immediately put under house arrest, uh. but like in their winter palace, and they were at first they were treated very well. Yeah, the revolutionaries uh. <laughs> they they just legitimately wanted these people off their hands, so they wrote to um, the king of England who was both Nikki and Alex's first cousin. They wrote to him and being like, um, so they were like, can you take the Zarina, Alex, and their children off our hands? They were going to keep Nicholas in their custody, but like, can you take the wife and children off our hands? And George V said no, because they were an unpopular figure, and he thought, he thought if I take them, they, it will start like revolution here. And I, feel I wish like, uh, I wish I could end this story with with. So they all he, went
1: to England.
0: <laughs> why could Why couldn't he take them? Why couldn't he take them and just hide <laughs> them in like a house in Scotland or okay, something that so, no one would ever know they were there? So what
1: I'm gonna say is the reason that he couldn't is because I feel like <gasps> George V taking in the Czar of Russia. Would have been, like... The
0: czar's family, not the Tsar, though. Yeah, they but, wanted to. but
1: still, he's keeping the family alive. So it would be this power move of monarchy forever. What I'm
0: trying to get at is I feel like he could have done it in secret. He could have, like, secretly taken in Alex and her kids and put them in some cottage in Scotland and no one would ever know. Get
1: thee to a nunnery. But he
0: said no. But I also don't think he knew. I think you're right.
1: You're right. I think he
0: did not foresee.
1: He could have gotten over. He had
0: no idea what was coming next. Nobody had any idea what was coming next.
1: And the revolutionaries were seeing the state that Alex was in and they knew it was unlikely that. Alexi.
0: You mean Alexi. The little boy. So the little they I mean, yeah, they saw he was so sick that he couldn't be moved from palace to palace because he had hemophilia. Like every time he like bumped his shoulder, you know, it was like Yeah. For a while, it was just like, what do we do with them? What do we do with them? So,
1: they tried to send it to they tried them to England. Went and take them. They tried to send them to France. Wouldn't
0: take them. They were
1: about to ask Alice's homeland after the war. But,
0: like, after the war with Germans, it just seemed like, oh, well, let's not even ask the Germans to take them. That so sounds like...
1: Enter Siberia. Yeah, so they took them to Siberia. <laughs> let's, let's put you in the freezing cold. So the
0: country was at civil war after about um, two or three months after the abdication. The country was at civil war. And there was the red team and the white team, basically. And the reds were the Bolsheviks. Oof. And the whites were the Czechlovaks, I think is how you say it. And they were a little bit... They were like, "Hey, maybe let's not imprison the royal family. Let's find somewhere else to put them."
1: And the Bolsheviks got power, which was a uh,
0: very, bad news. <laughs> very bad news for our friends, the Romanovs. Ugh. So they were moved again, bad and this people. time it was not a palace, and they were not treated nicely. Their imprisoners refer- referred to them as Nicholas the Blood Drinker and that German bitch.
1: Wow. <sighs> that makes me sad.
0: So once they arrive to the their final prison,
1: it was a real prison.
0: All of their items were confiscated, like their bags, their books. They like they weren't allowed to even like get the newspaper. Like, uh, they
1: this, this just starts getting me so pr- prior to emotional. them being moved.
0: Prior to them <laughs> being moved, because um mom and dad Ugh. and Olga were moved about six weeks before everybody else was moved because Alexi was too sick to move them. Alex told the daughters, look, in case we need to escape and we need money, sew all your jewels into your corset.
1: So that they would be able to run out and have money. And
0: have. So they sewed all their jewels into the corset. They They would
1: be separated, obviously, for days on end, but she would still be able to get the money. And they were only... They were actually only allowed yeah. an once hour the, each once day. Once the whole
0: family made it over there, they had such strict rules. Like they were only allowed an hour outside each day, like you just said. Baby and boy Alexi. Alexi was sick. Like they moved him and he almost died during them moving him to Siberia. He was so sick. Um, and Alexandra got sick too and had to be confined <clears throat> to a wheelchair.
1: Okay, so remember that uh, leg injury mm-hmm. from childhood? That really came back to Honor, her, and yeah, she, she was confined to a wheelchair. It's and so sad. I can feel that. She took
0: to reading the Bible all day, every day. Like, even when everybody else went outside for their hour of outside activity, she would just stay inside and read the Bible.
1: Pious. Ugh. Love it. Anyway, unknown to the imperial family, there were forces... The Bolsheviks, uh, wanting to show no. Not no, the, the whites, Bolsheviks, the, the chokovich yeah. or what
0: the Chekov, Whatever. Ch- the whites. <laughs> so I'm sorry guys. This is a long episode, and we're like on drink four. The white <laughs> team was like marching on their prison and they wanted to save them. So
1: July sixteenth, nineteen eighteen. The white forces are moving in on the Bolsheviks. <sighs> When I was
0: studying this, I literally cried. It is the saddest thing. I
1: know.
0: July 16th, 1918. Day pass is normal. The family, like, went on their outing. They stayed up playing card games until 10 o'clock. They went to bed in the middle of the night. Their captors woke them up.
1: Bolsheviks. Whatever. The The Bolshevik bitches.
0: The bitches woke them up at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. And so Nikki's like, what is this? What is this? And they're like, oh, um, the whites are moving in, and they want proof that you're still alive, so we're going to take a family portrait.
1: So they gather to take, like, oh, family picture, selfie. four
0: daughters, the gravely sick son, the two parents, and a couple of servants entered a room and, like, sat down for their portrait. And the leader of the men said, your relations have tried to save you and failed. You must, we must now shoot you.
1: Oh my God. I really I wish, wish they would escape. I it. wish I was so
0: bad. wish I could say that they escaped this. And, um, you know what? If you want to read the details mm. of the execution, you can, they're online. Do you agree that you don't, I don't want to go into the details beside, like, we'll give you a little bit of details, but I don't want to go into every single gruesome detail. It makes me too sad. Um, I'll, I'll
1: try to give her a quick rundown, which is... Alexandra
0: was shot in the head immediately and died
1: The other right away. And the kids were not killed immediately. Because
0: they had all their jewels in their corset.
1: So, they accidentally
0: made them... I'm sorry. They accidentally <laughs> made themselves these bulletproof vests these poor yeah. little girls that had never done anything in their life
1: essentially they had a bulletproof vest so, on and Nick, it didn't kill them the Nikki, shots didn't kill them
0: alex and Alexi were all killed like immediately Instant. but the four daughters the four daughter it it so the gunmen, half of the gunmen were drunk. It I took remember
1: this story. This is a so horrible guy.
0: Thirty-five minutes to kill everybody.
1: They were not. There were bayonets involved. Yeah, there was about were bayonets to say,
0: involved. There was. It's.
1: They were not shot. It anyway, was not. Instant. I don't want to
0: talk about it anymore. The
1: whole family. We're getting emotional. Talk about. Ourselves. I am. I'm feeling very beclimp. <laughs> How Rhode Island is neither a road nor an island. Discuss.
0: Disgust. Um, Sorry. But anyway, so the whole family died, and <laughs> ah, so sad. it's sadder than Marie Antoinette's ending, I think. Yeah,
1: it is. It's like a family picture, but, oh.
0: So, let's talk about her legacy. In 1981, Alex and Nicholas were canonized and made martyrs. St. Stira in the Russian Orthodoxy Church, in the 90s, their remains were found because the people that killed them weren't nice to their remains, so it took a long time to find them. And there
1: was the rumor that Anastasia and the, the it's, girls it's were fake news, there, but it's fake 100% news.
0: fake news. They
1: found their bones next to, well, not next to, but close by the mother and father. So, so
0: something I find incredibly interesting. They... I feel like if they hadn't been in a royal family, they would have been a family of photographers. They love taking pictures of themselves out and about. It is so easy on the internet to find pictures of them on, like, their family outings. Yeah, I
1: know. It is.
0: And you know what? They were a beautiful family.
1: So you know what, Katie?
0: Let's drink to this beautiful
1: beautiful family. Beautiful. Cheers, bitches. Cheers, bitches, (laughs) to
0: Alexandra. We love you. So thank you for listening. If there's something you want to hear, I mean, like reach out to us.
1: Find us on Twitters, Queens, like Twitters? Did Twitters. I say
0: Twitters? There's more than one Twitter? <laughs> Pick your Twitter to find us on.
1: Find us on Twitter, Queens underscore podcast.
0: Um, you can email us at queenshistorypodcast at gmail.com. And hey,
1: while, while you're there, leave a review.
0: On iTunes, leave us a review, yeah. Follow us on Facebook at Queens Podcast. Everybody. Bye, everybody. Love oh, you guys. Love you.